0: Going in. Inside. Inside a box. Upside down. Inside a box. Upside down. Going out. Outside. Outside, inside a box. Upside down. Going on. On a truck outside. Inside a box. Upside down. Going. Going to town on a truck. Outside, inside a box. Upside down. Falling off. Off the truck. Coming out. Right side up. Mama, Mama, I went to town. Inside, outside, upside down. Hello and welcome to Deep in Bear Country: A Bear and Stain Bearcast. I'm your host Phil Gonzalez, and today we have a double header. That's right, two, two, two books in one episode. We are covering Inside, Outside, Upside, Down, and Bears on Wheels. Now, why will we do this? Why would I throw two books at you? Are these books insanely boring? No, of course they aren't. They're Berenstain Bear books. Are they strange and unusual specimens that have nothing to do with the rest of the bear's continuity? Uh, Perhaps. Are they each half as long as the books we've been covering? Yes. And since two halves make a whole, I figured this would be one great episode. So, what's the deal with these books? What's the deal with Inside, Outside, Upside Down? That doesn't sound like it has anything to do with bears. That could be anything. What What's the deal with bears on wheels? That Well, that does sound like it has something to do with bears, now that I think about it. Bears on wheels. Sounds like it has to do with bears on wheels. Well, we'll get to that one. But what's the deal? Well, these are the bright and early books for beginning beginners. And what does that mean? What does that mean at all? Okay, so one day, journey back in time, one day Ted Geisel calls up the Berenstains and says, Guys, great news. Things are getting shaken up here at the, uh, at the old book publisher, and I am starting a new line. We're going to call it Bright and Early Books. And it's going to be for kids who are even younger than the kids you've been writing books for. And I want you guys to take control of the situation. So stop whatever you're doing. Stop writing that Bear Scouts book you're working on. I want you to write the first books for this series. And here's the deal. You guys are great. I love your work. Don't do bears. People are getting tired of bears, right? You can't do bears forever anyway. Ha, ha, ha. So write us something for beginning beginners, but make it not bears. We don't want to do bears, okay? Remember, stay simple, no bears. Simple and no bears. So Stan and Jan put their heads together, and they're like, there's this one phrase that had been going over and over in their heads. Inside, outside, upside down. So they came up with this crazy idea. A penguin in the South Pole, I'm kidding, uh, it's about a red gorilla who lives inside a tree. And a crow who lives outside the tree on a branch. And then a sloth who's hanging upside down from the branch of the tree. And they go on a road trip in a big, you know, souped-up car, right? It's going to be this wacky drive to town. And in the end, they're like, hey, we went to town inside, outside, upside down. Great in for a book. They draw it up, write it up, take it into Ted. He looks at it. This is great. Oh, my gosh. This is... (sighs) this is exactly what we're looking for this is perfect absolutely perfect here's the deal we want you guys to do bears because the bears are really popular we kind of want to keep that bear interest going so uh take this redo it make it about the bears sound familiar so in any case they take it back they completely scrap the idea and they rewrite it as inside outside upside down starring a certain small bear But is this the small bear we all know? Now, I'm working on a theory. Somebody write this down, because I'm going to totally forget about it. I'm working on a theory that the books that we've been studying have been in the bear universe prime. Let's call it bear universe A, okay? But then there's the bright and early books. Now, some of them very closely resemble the books we've been reading. They're just a lot simpler. The rhymes are even more basic, and they're a lot quicker and shorter. But I have it in my head these may not take place in the actual Bear universe continuity. Um, so for right now, we're going to refer to the Bright and Early books as Bear universe B. Now, in case there's some crossing over, we'll deal with that when we come to it. And in fact, Inside, Outside, Upside Down could very well take place within Bear universe A, Bear universe prime. But the next book probably doesn't, and I don't want to get continuity all screwed up. I don't want to have to justify some of the stuff that's coming up brother and sister bear go to the moon question mark so for right now let's pretend that the bright and early books are their own separate thing but that they kind of there's this idea that you know we exist in parallel universes that are just squeezing up super close to ours and that some people the people who might believe in the supernatural or things like that believe that maybe ghosts are uh, entities who exist in another universe that is almost exactly like ours and sits so close to ours that they're actually crossing over at times so i'm going to say that inside outside upside down exists in a bare universe that is so incredibly close to the other one that it, it's almost right there it's almost sitting right on top of it except it's a strange universe where papa doesn't speak and for some reason he has to take an empty cardboard box somewhere so what's the plot of this book well Small Bear finds a box. It's a yellow box. It says this end up with an arrow, and it has two holes drilled in it for eyes. Small Bear gets into the box and closes it up, and there he is. He's inside the box. Then Papa Bear comes by with a hand truck, loads this box onto the hand truck, takes it outside, and puts it on his truck, drives with the truck to town, goes up a hill, the box falls off, Small Bear tumbles out, runs back home, and says, Mama, Mama, I went to town, inside, outside upside down that's the whole book why did papa have an empty cardboard box that he was going to take to town why did this cardboard box have eye holes and why was this end up labeled on the flaps and not on the side of the box usually this end up and i'm actually looking at a box right now in my basement that says this end up is on the side of the box why would the up end be a side end why are there pre-cut eye holes in this box why is papa putting an empty cardboard box on a hand truck doesn't he notice that it's not empty when he puts it on the hand truck it's got away as much as his child so existence of a parallel universe in this parallel universe papa is denser than usual he does not question anything could this be A universe in which Papa has died and been replaced by some sort of automaton. It's absolutely possible because this Papa shows no emotion. Small Bear shows no motivation. He just gets into a box and closes it up. What was his end game? What were you hoping to accomplish? What did you think was going to happen? Maybe he was trying to escape? And what room is he in? Look at this. You can't look at it, but look at this. The book starts off in some weird featureless white void with a wooden floor. It's a white wooden floor and a box. Papa loads the box up. Exits a shed. It could be the shed next to the Bear's Treehouse, but it doesn't look like the shed next to the Bear's Treehouse. It's got giant glass windows in the front. It's almost the size of a department store from the inside, not quite as big as a department store on the outside. And it's not next to the treehouse, it's across the treehouse. This is an outbuilding that we've never seen before and I don't think we'll ever see again. But as Papa drives over the hill that the box is about to fall out of, we see the spire of a church. We see the beginnings of a town. We see the hint of an additional population. And that's really all I'm going to say about that. The beginnings of an expanded bear country. But they don't take place within bear universe prime, so they may not in fact count. But we're going to look on. That's inside, outside, upside down. There's really nothing else that happens. Uh, small bear runs home. He runs home. Mama bear is there. Mama bear is there. And she looks incredibly freaked out. Her eyes are huge. She looks so worried. Another proof that this is not the actual uh, bear country. The house has no sconces. Watch the sconces next to the front door. They do not exist in this picture. Everything looks bizarrely simplified like it's some sort of Herald in the Purple Crayon-esque universe. I don't think this is Bear Universe Prime. That's not Mama Prime. That is not Small Bear Prime. We are looking at imposters from another world, okay? Inside, outside, upside down. There's more going on here. But wait, there is more. Bears on Wheels, the next book. I don't even know what's going on with this. It's about bears riding on wheels, but they all look like small bear. Seriously. I actually got into a conversation about this with my four-year-old last night. It starts out, one bear, one wheel. Bear on a unicycle, right? One bear on one wheel. And this this is small bear. Like, you look at him, you go, yeah, small bear in a magenta, in a magenta pajamas. He's wearing pajamas. Magenta pajamas, small bear in magenta pajamas. But what's that? Way up ahead, it's, it's, it's another small bear wearing blue pajamas and then more small bears wearing blue pajamas. And do you have four bears on one wheel? Four on one. And then a small bear comes riding at them wearing some kind of, I don't know, barbershop quartet costume on a bicycle. One bear on two wheels. And then the three bears on top of small bear, the three small bears in the blue pajamas, jump off the small bear in the blue and the magenta pajamas onto the barbershop quartet bear, four on two, and then one is on one again. All right. But then the one on one crashes into a three wheeler with three bears on it. Three small bears wearing lime green pajamas, playing a ukulele, and throwing flowers. Hippie bears. All right. They all smash together. They're not on their bikes anymore. Small bear lands on a unicycle. And then bandit small bears land on top of him. Then skydiver small bears land on top of them. You got 10 small bears on one wheel. And then one bear comes up on a five-wheeler. I don't even know what a five-wheeler is. Does that exist? Okay. And this sm- then this small bear. And then all these 10 small bears are coming... On five bicycles, 10 on 10, they all smash into each other. All 21 bears fly into the air. Then one small bear lands on one wheel again, and then he rides off one-on-one again. Who are all these small bears? And are they in bear country? No, they are in a strange, single-roaded, blank, yellow landscape. That's it. This could be anywhere and nowhere. I'm I'm revising my entire hypothesis. This is no longer bear universe B or bear universe BB. This is Bear Universe C. Bear Universe C is an empty void, right, in which whatever the bears need to exist exists right in front of them, but only for a couple of pages. So if they need road ahead of them, that road will be ahead of them. Let's say this is, this is Small Bear's Dream Country. This is Small Bear's Dreamland. Okay, this is where Small Bear goes when he sleeps. This is the dreams of Small Bear. So we're gonna call this Bear Universe C. These are Small Bear's dreams. Okay, but they're his abstract dreams. Perhaps Bear Universe Prime is the main world. Bear Universe B is Small Bear's dreams, but they're the more... They're, I don't know how to describe it. They're the dreams that that are mostly like what he experiences in his daily life, only they're they're vaguely sketched, right? The the house doesn't have sconces because kids don't care about sconces. The uh the the shed is is larger because it's more interesting. It's across the street because maybe he's always been freaked out by being next to the house. This is what he wants. He's exploring. He can ride in a box, which he could never do. He's in Papa Bear. Papa Bear doesn't does Papa Bear even have a, a truck? We don't know. But then Bear University is. Small Bear's deep dreams. These are the, the, the bizarre fantasies. These are the, 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 the alien landscapes. This is where Small Bear goes when he's deeply traveling in the dreamland. And that's what Bears on Wheels is. It's the first look inside Small Bear's fractured psyche. Not fractured in a bad way, but the way all of our psyches are fractured Like deep down. We are all different people. Somewhere deep down inside Small Bear, he is already split into 20-some-odd separate bears. Bears, these are faces that he puts on for different times of the day. Sometimes... He is that lovable barbershop quartet bear. Sometimes he is a bandit hiding in a tree. Sometimes he is a group of skydivers leaping off of a tall building. Sometimes he is whatever that guy is on the five-wheeled whatever it is. This land doesn't exist. These vehicles don't exist. Small Bear can't ride a unicycle. We've never seen that happen, and we probably never will again. These are the bears on wheels. And when I say wheels, I mean wheels within wheels. Something's going on. We're looking at a much deeper world than we'd existed in before. What else lurks in this world? One more theory. Small Bear's dreamland links directly into Dr. Seuss's more abstract landscapes. If Small Bear had kept going on on his unicycle, or if he got deeper into that dream through some sort of alchemy, some sort of magic, some sort of of dark spellcasting, he would find himself in the land of, oh, the places we'll, we'll go. He would find himself in the land of Halloween is Grinch Night. He would find himself in these bizarre, three-dimensional, abstract landscapes. Not quite Hooville, because that's an actual place, but a place beyond Hooville. That's where Small Bear journeys when he sleeps. That's what I want to leave you with tonight. We have been where Small Bear goes in his dreams. And we will see the dreams of Small Bear played out in much more exciting adventures in the actual body of the bear's books, but it is now good for us to know where this world exists. It exists in the world of bears on wheels. It exists at a higher plane in the world of inside, outside, upside down. Eventually it will take us to the moon. And what will we see when we get to the moon? We'll find out when we get there. Thank you for listening to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. I am your host, Phil Gonzalez. We'll pick up next time with The Bear's Christmas. It's a jollier book than what we've just talked about. Uh, Please be sure to visit us on iTunes. Rate and review us. We like to get reviews. Uh, You can also download us with Stitcher. That's great. You can go to our blog, berenstainbearcast.wordpress.com. You can comment and say, hey, I really like this thing. Uh, it's great that everyone is listening. We have a Facebook page. Uh, we have Twitter, uh, at Bearcast, So you can get on there and you can chat with us. But whatever you do, let me know you're listening. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like. We're going to be talking Berenstain Bears for the next few years here. So it's good for us to get to know each other. I'm just so happy that people are listening to this show. It's really exciting. All right. So next time, ho, 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 and a very berry Christmas. And I will see you later.